Bam. There we go. Fixed. That's how you fix things. Just like that. Just by saying, bam, fixed. Yeah. And that's it. Well, that's how Fonzie did it. He would just slap the side of the jukebox and then it would work again. But yeah. Bring that back in technology, right? Like, I, I just want to be able to slap things when they, when it like, why isn't this working? <laughs> <laughs> word for Fonzie. Why doesn't why it work for me? Do I have to put the leather jacket on? Right. Yeah. Am I that's not cool enough? Uh, Sam is already in the chat. Sam, what's up? Hi, How Sam. are you? Hope you are doing well on today's agenda. Or I- itinerary is the word you use. You said what's well, on the itinerary? Uh, like all sorts trip. of stuff. We do have some Marvel news to talk about. Uh, we do have a movie that Melissa and I want to talk about yes. called Amsterdam. Uh, and then Melissa is claiming she can write a list of 50 monsters live on air. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I want to know why no one can find my house. I, <laughs> I, so I signed up for a year of Grubhub Plus because I got oh. it for free through my credit card. It was like, hey, w- w- with this one, now, like as a thank you for banking with us, you have a a year of Grubhub Plus if you want this. So I signed up and in the past week or two that we've mm-hmm. had it, I've ordered some food a little more. Um, and something we've noticed is that delivery drivers and not just ones from Grubhub, but just in general. Can never find my house. And I don't know why. I It's now it beyond I, me. I have visited your house and it was not difficult. I made yeah. it there completely successfully. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> so the, the first time this happened was a few months ago. Uh, and I bought some food. I don't remember what it was exactly, uh, but I can see the guy on the, 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 the app, right? He has his GPS on and behind my, my house out this window, like right in, in front of me, uh, is our backyard. And then on the opposite side of the fence of our backyard, we're right behind a pizza place called luigi's luigi's pizza um and i saw the driver pull in to luigi's pizza and i was like that's weird (laughs) that's his dinner yeah i was like i mean maybe he's picking up pizza like i can't blame him for that i guess but really you're on the job um and and so then I get a, a, a text from him. He's like, hey, where's your house? <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you mean? I'm at the address that is on the thing. Like, it's right there. He goes, yeah, the GPS took me to Luigi's Pizza. And you obviously aren't at Luigi's Pizza. I was like, we're literally right behind it. Like you like you're just you're on the wrong street. He eventually found it. Uh. But since I've gotten Grubhub Plus and I'm getting more things, I have now seen an exponential rise in people doing <sighs> similar stuff where they go, 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 where they go on that street and pull into like Luigi's or the Dollar General that's right next to it. Um, and then on the street that I am, it's kind of a U-shaped street. And at the bottom of the U, uh, at like like halfway in the sh- the the street turns from being named sh- uh, like street to place, and the uh. numbers are all the same. So I I've had stuff delivered to the wrong house, like it's just a block over, and they're like, "Hey, your food is was delivered," and I was like, "No, it wasn't." <laughs> and he's like, "But I delivered it to this." place uh and and yeah it was just it like didn't happen and then i i had one other person who stopped on the right street but just like three houses down and i guess like couldn't figure out the numbers and all that stuff um 
so it yeah the whole thing is a mess because they were like we delivered it and i was like i'm outside <laughs> it's not here <laughs> what if you put a big banner on your house front and back that just said this is the house <laughs> we should like this no one. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> no further information but the people looking for it will know what they're looking for this is the house <laughs> <laughs> It also works for Christmas. Right. You, Santa, hey, Santa, comma, this is the house. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's been like the latest adventures of me and <laughs> what mm. I've been up to. Up to. Uh, but if you did not know, we are. I, I don't know what I was going to go with that. We are that we are doing a podcast here at the Whatnots Captain's Log. Uh, where every we are week- captains. <laughs> this is our log. <laughs> where every week we thirst for the taste of legend. Yum. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? Hello. I'm doing good. I saw a miraculous thing today. Ooh, what did you see? I have been watching the Disney Plus documentary series Light and Magic, Mm. which is a six hour series on the founding of Industrial Light and Magic, the special effects company. Sure. Going through like the early lives of its original founders all the way up through uh, just a couple of years ago with the invention of the volume for the Mandalorian spans their their physical effects, their digital effects. And in this most recent episode, the final episode, I guess, they're done. They're caught up. That's all the history. Show's over. In this final episode, they're talking about how the Star Wars prequels ushered in the age of digital projection in movie theaters. Yeah. And George Lucas is saying, like, uh, Phantom Menace went out on four digital screens and Attack of the Clones went out on 200 digital screens. And during the B-roll they're showing of various movie theaters, they show my local movie theater. Ronnie's 20 is there. That's You can go to Disney Plus and see Ronnie's 20. I was there last weekend. (laughs) Right there. Light magic happened right there. (laughs) (laughs) Right here. Digital projector. I did not see Attack of the Clones there. Uh, I, I saw... Fellowship of the Ring. And that was my first movie. First movie I remember. So like since 2001, that theater has been a part of my life. And here it is on the the small screen about the big screen. There you go. The only thing I have similar to that is our my high school score. If I remember correctly, was in Remember the Titans. But just for like you've a told brief me this before second, which yeah, I, I've seen that movie a million times. I don't even know if that's true that it, it's in there or not. Like, I I just like it's not a recognizable scoreboard or anything like that. And so just oh, well, but that's cool. Got to see mm-hmm. your own movie theater in that. That's awesome. Yeah, I was happy it got to be honored on international screens. Good stuff. Good stuff. Speaking of movies and stuff, I yeah. want to jump right into this. Melissa, you and I both went to go see a movie recently. You went uh, this past Saturday. I went last Friday night. Um, we both saw Amsterdam. Yes. I so we we found out we both watched it Sunday morning as we were doing the review show. <laughs> right. uh, and I was like, we need to talk more about this movie on the captain's mm. log, because this is one that is. It's just it's it's a fascinating movie, not solely for the movie that I watched, but like everything around it, it's marketing, all the, 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 the stuff, just like the whole thing is. Kind mm. of just a bizarre experience. At least it was for me. Uh, uh-huh. So I want to know what what you thought of Amsterdam. I enjoyed my time, but something about it felt like it wasn't a real movie. It was a fake movie from inside another movie. Interesting. Yeah. It, 
it's a very bizarre film. So if you are unaware, Amsterdam uh, is a new movie that is out right now. You can go see it in theaters. Um, and I saw a trailer for this movie earlier in the year. It has one of the most star-studded casts I have yeah. ever seen in a movie. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this is going to be Oscar bait. Like, absolutely. This is Oscar bait. Just, like just with the 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 it's yeah. it's Christian Bale. It's on your Taylor Joy. Uh, Rami Malek is in it. Uh, d- d- Oscar so- winner. Yeah, there's so many, so many. Robert De Niro is in it. Uh, like, gosh, so many people. Um, and th- that, that that's not even half of like all of the the, st- the star. Right, this is one of those movies that's, that's just there. a parade of like twenty people uh, in in fancy period gowns. Yeah, and it is. It's a tale that is very, very loosely based off of a real historical event it it seems like they took the idea of that event and then made a fictional Mm. story about that uh, uh, event yeah um very 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 loosely inspired uh and then tried to like yeah just craft more of a story around it to like amplify some of the themes and stuff like that this was not what I was expecting from this movie <laughs> whatsoever. Um, but man, it was. It's kind of like a it's it's not it's it's not really a mystery, but there is kind of a mystery going on. Uh, yeah, it is like kind of a crime noir period piece set like it, it's it's what in the 1930s. Yeah, because it's World War yes. II hasn't ha- happened yet. Uh, so it's set in the, like the 1930s. It's a period piece. Like everyone looks fantastic. The, like the Mayovi looks spectacular. Um, mm-hmm. It's also kind of a, a dark comedy. Uh, yeah, it is comedic. But it, the the ways that it is comedic is often just bizarre. Yeah. And, I think that lends it to what you were saying, right? Where it's like, it just, it like something feels off. Like something just, it feels like a fake movie. The whole movie's got this frantic energy to it. In the beginning, there's scenes where the camera is very shaky and people keep coming into a room and yelling at the protagonists. Yeah. (laughs) People just, there's like, the, they're framed for a crime and they're being pursued, but they're being pursued like very lackadaisically. It's like, I feel like you should be going faster. I don't know. Should you be in hiding? You're just sort of going about your business. I don't know if this is what you're supposed to be doing right now. Right. And like, there's, I think the performances are all very good. And Margot Robbie, uh, a blessing, will like look at the camera and say these She's really preposterous yeah. things. Very sincerely. I do like the the message of the film. It's about these three, uh, the sort of motley crew, these two soldiers and one nurse who like meet each other during World War Three, uh, during World War One. And the three of them form this like <laughs> unit where they're like, we are bonded to each other. And like they fall asleep together in a pile. <laughs> and like uh, um, Margot Robbie and John David Washington kind of a thing for each other. And it's like yeah. they're a couple, but also Christian Bale is mutually their best friend. And he's part of the whole situation with them. Like, he's like he's of, in it. They're kind of in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, not Which, sexually, not romantically, but on a deep emotional level. Yes. Yeah. And. and what I was not expecting this movie to be is com- completely anti-capitalist, anti-fascist. It like very much love who you want to love, like all that. Like mm-hmm. I was not expecting those messages in this movie that I saw a trailer for once and was like, that looks good because it looks like a crime drama <laughs> thing. Yeah, not a lot of crime here. Uh, and, mostly it's like weird art and uh, giving a variety show to a veterans club. 
yeah it's it's one part like weird art house movie the end credits are gorgeous i they are very those. nice they're so cool uh and uh, yeah it's just at first i like what baffled me is besides that one trailer that i saw that one mm. time at some movie i don't remember what exactly um it, it was earlier in the year i did it was like february yeah. march ish um right i guess not that early but still i, I saw it that one time never heard of it again that's weird. I go to a lot of movies. That might be the difference. I saw that same trailer several times. I don't know if I ever saw a second trailer. But yeah, the movie theaters kept reminding me, take a trip to Amsterdam. I, I saw it one time and then never heard a peep. Like nothing online, nothing on Twitter. Like it's, just it was <laughs> nowhere. And that I don't like, think it's it's like not for the blockbuster crowd and maybe not for like the real art house crowd. I'm not sure. It, it's for uh, <laughs> me and Jack who went to see it just for Rami Malik. It's for us, I guess. <laughs> like I I would say it's for the art house crowd because that side of me really enjoyed this one mm. um, because it is it's so wacky. Like it was not what I was expecting. It was chaotic. It was a mile a minute. But the messages the themes all that stuff was was beautiful um mm-hmm. and, and it, it's it, it, again it is a gorgeous looking movie um i want to specifically shout out the makeup everyone looked fantastic in this movie i haven't seen mike myers in a while he's in this too that's right he positively glows on screen he looks so vibrant and there are flashbacks where you see the characters like 15 years beforehand that whatever aging effect, whatever combination of makeup and potentially also digital stuff. I don't know. It looks really graceful. I was amazing. really impressed yeah. with those flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. All of that stuff looked incredible. It looked fantastic. I just it it's like that was the thing as I saw that one trailer was like, this is going to be Oscar bait. Like this is going to be everywhere. This is the one they want you to go, go see because they're trying to go, go garner votes and then just uh, silence. And I forgot, I forgot about this. Movie. Yeah. Uh, my plan was not to go see a movie this past weekend and plans ch- changed. And we we're like, I guess we can just go see a movie. What's good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh yeah. Amsterdam. I remember that and then it just it was completely not what i expected at all um and i can see i like i on on one hand i i don't think this is gonna win any kind of oscars no, or anything I, maybe something like technical like like for the makeup or either it's a stacked cast could get a supporting nom in there somewhere who knows yeah but just, like that, that is the thing is then after that i was like what like, why did that's not have better marketing? Because it, it's it's not the greatest film out there, but I feel like a lot of people just by the number, the sheer number of stars that are in, like, m- I feel like most p- people would want to go check this out. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just it's not there. And I was like, it must have had like a really low budget or something. They made it for 80 million I, I think it was so it it had a good budget like I, I don't know because I was I was like man to get that many people involved you, you you'd probably have to pay them a lot of money uh but yeah I'm I'm just completely baffled by the existence of this <laughs> but I liked it I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, I had a fine time. And I I think history is littered with stories of movies that seem like Oscar bait and then just sort of deflate upon release. They aren't bombs. They're just sort of, okay, that was nice. Yeah. (laughs) Just that. Yeah. (laughs) I want to talk about this cast. Yes, please. This cast has some of the most intimidating actors out there. 
Michael Shannon is in this. Yes. One of the a- textbook <laughs> definition of intense. Like yes. Rami Malek, he can be intense. Anya Taylor-Joy, you know, she, she can be intense. It's full of all these people who I thought, all these people could easily terrify me and none of them are. None of them are trying to. That's not the goal of this movie. It's largely a romp. It's not really a drama. It's not the crime movie you thought it was. Mm -mm. But I'm looking at these frames. I'm looking at these actors together. And I'm like, somebody just start screaming. Please. I want to see that. I want to see all you guys, like, really get into a fight. Really get into an argument. Really try and out-manipulate each other. Like, I want to see when all of you are together, like, bring the intensity of which I know you are capable again yeah. all fine performances just not what i would have hoped to see out of some of these actors now spinning off of this kyle mm-hmm. do you know anything about the movie lyle lyle crocodile uh no i know it exists that it came out it the sure same does weekend. <laughs> this is a movie based off a kid's book i guess i really don't know uh, I saw the trailer for I this when I went to see with a name like Kyle. The, 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 oh. got all the time. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Crocodile. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. You're one of this those is why people. I'm happy to be Melissa. You can't really rhyme me with anything. <laughs> uh, I saw the trailer for this when I went to see the woman king of all things. OK, no, 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 it wasn't the woman king. It was another like you lie to me. solo sp- it was another solo, like, spur-of-the-moment movie trip I made. It was when I saw the 3D re-release of Avatar. Mm, a very surreal okay. experience. I was in the steepest theater I had ever been in. Like, the, the row I was in had, like, a little guardrail. Every row had a guardrail. The Amazing. theater was too tall. <laughs> so I'm, like, looking, and I have my 3D glasses on because I don't know when the 3D starts yet. So I'm, like, putting them on and taking them off because <laughs> I don't know if any trailers are in 3D. So I'm, like, looking at, past this guardrail, past these 3D glasses, at a series of trailers that uh, for movies I've never heard of that feel fictional. And one of these was Lyle Lyle Crocodile, a movie about, like, a singing crocodile who moves into a kid's house. Amazing. But, the dad is played by Scoot McNary, mm-hmm. <laughs> what not's favorite, yep. uh, an actor who is the most dad and the most intense at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and somehow still can also like really play that like pushover, like dead end yeah! job just so, so easily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, an actor of... Uh, Many tremendous talents. presence yeah even if the presence is that he is supposed to be like a sad sack dad he still is a sad sack dad at such an intensity that you're like why is this performance so magnetic what's happening here he's, he's good, in yeah. it and so is javier bardem one of the top three scariest actors and he's <laughs> wearing like a silly hat <laughs> i don't know what he's doing in this so again, this is the theme this season is we're going to get some of a collection of actors that we know have the capability to be very threatening or just radiate intense energy. And we're just going to throw <laughs> them in like some silly romp where they wear a hat. Wild. I I learned that uh, John David Washington is Denzel Washington's son. After watching you didn't this. know that had no idea. Yeah, didn't know. I I was literally sitting in the movie, hearing him talk, being like, "He sounds like Denzel." <laughs> nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> and, then, and then I went home and like must be related to it. Yeah. I mean, Washington is a very common name. I I, I get it. I, I just didn't even put that together that his last name was Washington and Denzel's last name is Washington. And, but it yeah, is. like went went home, looked him up like, what else is he in? Uh, Tenet. Okay, yeah, he's in Tenet. Tenet, yeah, a movie yeah. you famously not finished. Yep. <laughs> um, I, but 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 yeah, then it was it was like, oh, his dad is Denzel Washington. I was like, I freaking knew it. 
I knew it. And I convinced myself he wasn't related. <laughs> God damn it. So close. Oh, well. Cinema. So last thing I will say on Amsterdam is I agree with you that I think a lot of the performances uh, were totally fine. They were all very magnetic, but nothing that was super spectacular. However, huh. I, 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 most of the reviews that I, I, I read, well, a major, majority of the reviews out there are very middling on this. May I be yeah. like five out of tens, uh, six out of tens, yeah. st- stuff like that, which I think is a little harsh. Um, but a lot of them, they praised the way the movie looked. They thought the plot was a little too packed, a little too chaotic. Yeah. Um, and that they thought the chemistry between Margot Robbie and John D- D- David Washington was a little stale. So I was like, ah, mm. I don't I don't know about that. I liked uh, him. Yeah, I, I thought they were totally fine. Uh, and there was this one r- 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 review that I read that that was absolutely praising uh, Taylor Swift's performance. <laughs> Taylor Swift (laughs) Um, is in this movie for maybe five minutes of screen time. Less than that. Yeah. The main thing that happens with her is she gets run over by a car at the start of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Not in it for long. Uh, I will say her performance. (laughs) She she doesn't do a bad job of being run over by a car. I think she's good at it. And it is one of those things where you think you are one of the biggest stars in the world. You could have asked for a part where you don't get run over by a car, but still you agreed to it. And I, I think that's a nice showing of humility. Also, I, I'm very familiar with Taylor Swift's face from like album covers. I don't think I've seen her standing next to other people in a while. She's so tall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that that is one of the things I, I thought, too, with this is, is it just like, man, with all these actors, you must have to pay them a lot. But I guess that's why they didn't have marketing. But I guess they probably couldn't have gotten their full pay with all of because the, there's so many stars that could have at, like easily been like, no, I demand more. I want this guy out. I, I want this, this and that. And just like. You know, maybe because of the messages they were trying to send in this movie, they just kind of signed on and was like, yeah, you guys have something good here. Sure. Boom. Done. And that, that, that like, I, I, I have no idea, but I am fascinated by this. This stuff's, this stuff's out there for you. I listen to a lot of very nerdy film specific podcasts. If you want to sure. learn, you can get into these, too. For sure. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, well, with that, I say we take a quick break. Uh, and when we come back, we have some quick Marvel news to get through. And then Melissa is claiming she can name 50 monsters live on air on this. I don't know if I can yet, but I am determined (laughs) to do so. (laughs) You you wrote it down in the doc with I will. Yes, I will was the statement there. And we will (laughs) be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash The Whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. Bam, we are back. 
We are back and we got some Marvel news to talk about. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess I should finish housekeeping first. That would probably be a good thing uh, to, to do here. So thank you to our Patreon supporters. Thanks, Patreon. We appreciate it. We love you a lot. It means a ton. Uh, cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots. Uh, r- right before we started recording this here podcast, Melissa, you and I recorded our next Pilots Club on Mockingbird Lane, which is a remake of the Monsters. It's good. It was fun. Um, so yeah. that should be out very, very soon. Go check that out. That will be available to all three dollar patrons and a higher. Um, here on the review show, uh, well, on the review show, not here on the review show. It's all spooky all month. Uh, mm-hmm. We have already covered a few things. Last week, we did a manga by Junji Ito. Uh, and this week, we are watching a Vincent Price movie. Melissa, you decided to pitch some Vincent Price movies. Uh, can you... Can can you remind me of the name of that one? Because it is a mouthful. Uh, we are watching the abominable Doctor Phoebes. <laughs> the abominable Doctor Phoebes, uh, where he yeah. plays like uh, what is he? Is he a surgeon or a pianist in this one? <laughs> Don't know off the top of my yes. head. I haven't started it yet. I I read through a bunch of synopses of Vincent Price movies trying to figure out which ones to pitch because he's a master of horror. I've never sure, watched yeah. an entire one of his films. I thought we ought to cover him. And it's a lot of uh, the man is vengeful and kills his foes in like a specific themed variety of ways. Like I think in this movie, he kills all his uh, he like his wife dies and he blames the surgeons like he blames her doctors yeah. and so he's going to kill her doctors in the manner of the biblical plagues it's like from 1971 like it's like technicolor i don't know what we're in for but it sounds like fun this is sounds one of the campy ones yeah uh so that should be good fun uh and then last but not least up on the reactor core uh, of course we have our she-hulk reactions the finale is this week the finale is tomorrow uh, so we will be recording that and that will be out uh, as w- w- well as this week. You should probably see some more Star Wars and or reactions from us in the coming days here. Uh, and yeah, all all sorts of stuff is happening. I know our reactor core episode 100 is quickly approaching. So we're starting to plan mm-hmm. something special for that one. Uh, so be on the lookout for all of that good stuff. But yeah. There we go. That's the housekeeping. That's the rest of it. Let's knock out this Marvel news real quick. Yep. Uh, last week here on the show, we t- we took like the whole second half to like, let's catch up on the Marvel news, all that stuff. Uh, and of course, everything we talked about last week basically just got changed this week. Well, the, uh, <laughs> the timeline changed. Yes. So they pushed Blade d- back. From November 2023 to September 2024. And it seems like it was just a ripple effect from there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm happy they changed the, the release date for Blade to give it almost, you know, to give it 10 extra months. Because I heard they were having, like, their, due to scheduling issues, the director had to drop out. Uh, and then, like, they needed, uh, it needed, like, a lot of script work to get it to where they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm very... I will take a belated blade over a rushed blade any day. Take your time. Do it right. There's a lot riding on this. People are very excited for blade. We'll wait another year. That one's an interesting one because it has a legacy already. Right. Mm. Blade was like the Marvel movie that started all of these superhero movies. Like that one was great. Uh, it is especially for, for, for its t- time. Uh, so they, they, they have some big shoes to step into with that one there. The one that was interesting to me was Deadpool 3 also got delayed like the week after they had announced its release date. That one got delayed just two months. Not by much, right? But uh, that one got delayed from September sixth, twenty twenty four, to November eighth, twenty twenty four. So 
And I I do have to say, a movie that comes out in November has a very different feeling around it from a movie that comes out in September. (laughs) Sure. That is that is after Halloween is when Oscars start. (laughs) So Melissa is predicting Deadpool 3 will win the Oscar for No for for what? uh oh makeup maybe he looks even grosser now who knows there you go there you go (laughs) i i or maybe it's intentional counter programming like you've got your like holiday family movies and by holiday family movies i don't necessarily mean like the santa claus i mean like the Fablemans, like the big blockbuster, like the entire family, like goes to see anyone from like the 10 year olds to the grandparents when the whole family's together, take them to the theater, see the big thing. Maybe this is, uh, I don't, I don't know how scheduling goes. I don't know why November, maybe not dead. Maybe because, (laughs) well, exactly, exactly. Maybe it's like we're throwing like a, a quirkier adult thing out here. Maybe a lot of movie dates are chosen in context of the other movie dates around them like this yep. is something i've been hearing about that like these big tentpole movies will tell theaters years in advance we've got something planned for this date so then they've got an idea of how many like theater like cinema rooms to have open how much yeah. staff to have like how to you know how many other movies they have to be showing at that time like if there's a huge movie coming out Maybe they don't need as many smaller movies to fill out all their different showings. Like stuff is planned years in advance. Kyle, there's there's, there's one thing we're learning from this episode. Hollywood is a dense web. There, there's so many ripple effects. We can dense never know it all. We are but ants. We are yeah. but ants. Uh, hopefully we are not but ants. Um, but... Uh... <laughs> but so I, I, I think one thing you can just take away with this is these dates always change as a big vi- mm-hmm. video g- g- game f- fan this happens all the time where they announce one date and then it just gets delayed and delayed so, so on and so forth speaking of fourth fantastic four was also delayed from november 8th 2024 <laughs> to february 14th 2025 uh romantic so, yeah I, I, I am kind of surprised that they didn't try again to get it in April. <laughs> four for four. I mean, it's it's there's there's still time for them to make that. work. Right. They could wish it back happen. another two months. They, they could. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, Avengers Secret Wars was delayed from November 7th, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. Uh, I like that. I like the idea of Secret Wars being a summer movie. That's where it needs to be. Yeah. Like end of spring, start of the summer. So you can go see it multiple times during yeah. the summer. Yeah. That's a good spot. Good spot indeed. But that's kind of it for the Marvel news. I, I, I think this was a weird thing, but I saw with Blade specifically, they were like, well, we've they've pause production on that until they can find a new director which is kind of a good thing because a lot of times when something like this happens and a director leaves the studio will just slot someone in who will do what they want uh and Mm -hmm. can just fill that hole but this looks like they're being like no let's let's put things on pause and look for the right person like that let's actually take time to find someone who will make this special so that that is a good sign in my opinion i think so yeah i don't think delays i don't think i've seen many delays that mean something bad for the finished product (laughs) yep indeed indeed uh cool well that's kind of it for the marvel stuff um all right so melissa a list of 50 monsters live yeah. on air. So this is for work. I'm doing this for business. Oh, OK. Uh, <laughs> I am helping to plan my office Halloween party this year. And normally we'll do like a little trivia game. That's just something sure. our HR manager writes. And this year I wanted to try doing something different. 
we're going to sort, well, people are going to sort into teams. I don't think we have to assign them into teams. We're all adults here. You can assemble your own team. And I'm going to have a big list of monsters. And then we're going to lead them through a monster draft. Like it's fantasy football. Like it's all fantasy everything. (laughs) Serpentine style. Go around, draft your monster squad. And then at the end, we're going to have people vote on who who had the best monster squad. And I don't know. I guess that team gets a pizza or something. Okay. Questions for you. Yeah. You say monsters, but define monster. Because does this equal mythical creature? Does this equal cryptid? Does this equal like Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc.? Like, can you put him in there? I am going to put him in there. Him and Sully both. Okay, maybe as okay. a team, maybe they'll come in a in a two pack. By monster, I meant like any Halloween uh, creature or villain. I was thinking mostly of pop culture, but you've got a big point with Bigfoot putting a cryptid in there. We'll see right. what, after I list a bunch of movies and TV. We'll see if then we can add like Bigfoot and Mothman and stuff. I wanted to make a list of these. So that when we're playing this actual game during our Halloween party, which is just during office hours, I don't want it to go on too long. So I thought it would cut down on some of the if you had a specific time spent list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cut sense. down some of the time spent brainstorming and some of the time spent with somebody being like, I want this one monster from this one movie. You've seen it, right? And <laughs> they have to Google it and show their phone like it's a real movie. Why haven't you watched it? This one's my favorite. Like we've got a list, guys. And like gotcha. you know, okay. when we okay. email them and tell them, hey, set your calendars for Halloween party. We're gonna ask for some some input, ask for some recommendations. So we'll get a couple crowdsource suggestions. All right. But I need to get to work on this. So number one, Dracula. Number two, Frankenstein. Number she three, is off to the races. Wife of Frankenstein. Number two, Wife four, Wolfman. <laughs> Number five, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay, okay, that's a good one. Number six, ooh, The Invisible Man. That's what I was thinking. Number seven, Mummy. Now, Mommy. I know that the Phantom of the Opera is part of the Universal Monsters, but he's not otherwise really canonically considered a monster so i think i'm gonna leave him out i would agree with you there godzilla (laughs) no i know we're we're big on kaijus this year i don't think i'm gonna go deeper into kaijus than just godzilla (laughs) we're not putting rodan on here michael myers yeah freddy krueger uh jason Jason's mom, Mrs. <laughs> Voorhees. She deserves a place. Okay. Uh, Jigsaw. Samara. Is, is, is the Jigsaw ring girl. a monster? He qualifies for these purposes. I guess so, yeah. If you have like Michael Myers and F- Freddy Krueger on there, yeah. Okay. Um, Samara. Girl. Who are some of the other Chucky? That's a good one. Yeah. I can name 50. Kyle, can you help me name some monsters? Yeah. Uh, you need a ghost on there. I don't know oh, if you want to go yeah, generic. What's the best ghost? Um, no, no. I want it to be specific. I'm not writing down just ghost. <laughs> like we who is like the ghost who's the most famous ghost that's threatening because patrick swayze and bruce willis are not threatening in those movies <laughs> oh casper casper's friendly or not you can go on the list these aren't strictly put, like you could put slimer on there oh if, my if god slimer such instead. a good idea yeah. slimer absolutely um, let's see, other uh, move monsters oh, and stuff like ghost that. Ghostface. So you do need, uh, yeah, Ghostface is a good one. Uh, I would even put like a Chupacabra on there. But I, I oh, guess that starts okay. to get more into the cryptid zone. Okay, like, I do. All right. Well, we'll, we'll make space for Chupacabra, Bigfoot, 
Like, I know the Loch Ness Monster is technically in here, but nobody ever talks about, like, her stats. Like, who uh, yeah. would she beat in a put, fight, you know? Put Nessie on, on there. You gotta put Nessie. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't, I don't think she's thought of in that same. She's uh, in there with Bigfoot. I don't Yeah, but that. not in, like, she, she's there as a mystery and not as, like, you know, like, like. People will like on Discovery Channel, they'll have like Bigfoot versus Chupacabra who will win. Nobody's fighting the Loch Ness Monster. She's peaceful or she's like uh, the well, girl so who waves Casper. a flag in front of a, in front of a drag. Wait, I. OK, I'm going to put Loch Ness Monster down. I don't I don't think of her in the same venue as I think of these other monsters, not in terms of like temperament, but in terms of activity. Like, she doesn't do anything. Like, she swims. Like, at least Creature from the Black Lagoon, like, picks a lady up. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Nessie doesn't uh, do that. If you have Bigfoot, you could also put a Yeti. But I, I don't know how similar well, you want to... Pop culture monsters. Let's, oh, I want Kang and Kodos. I'm not familiar with uh, those. Those are those two aliens from the Treehouse of Horror episodes of The Simpsons. Okay, that's, You've that's seen why. them. Um, the little boy from Twilight Zone who turns his dad into a jack in the box. That one I feel like is oddly too specific. <laughs> no, he's saying Bill Mummy's here. <laughs> oh, oh, let's go. You um, put a, cr- a kraken. Oh, a kraken. Okay, a kraken is interesting. I like kraken. You gotta you, put think Cthulhu. of more pop culture. Uh, Kraken covers it. Uh, mm. Think of more pop culture ones. I'm going down. I'm going down the King's route. I'm going to put Carrie, Jack Torrance, uh, Annie Wilkes, Cujo, Carrie, Cujo. Carrie has a last name. Is it White? Nobody I remembers no Carrie's last name. Uh, <laughs> no <laughs> idea with that one. It. Oh, Pennywise. He has a name. Yeah. His name is Pennywise. Kenneth Wise. Um, let's see here. Okay, so while you work on that, I have on screen, I'm pulling up a website that has 30 <laughs> mythical creatures. Uh, there is your Kyle, generic. We have, too ma- we have too many. We have too many mythical creatures. I'm, I'm just I'm just reading some off here. All right. Boogeyman. All right. This is the, your. Do, can you Boogeyman. think of some kind of stereotypical boogeyman too uh, abstract Ooh, you can do a golem I, that'd be an interesting I, one we we're building we're not just naming some monsters we're assembling a team we're assembling like an avengers of monsters well then werewolf is generic can can they not the be wolf, generic? The, the, the wolf man. There's a the wolf man. Lon Chaney Jr. did it. Benicio Del Toro did it later. I guess. Like, Boogeyman is not... Like, I can't name a specific character from pop culture called Boogeyman. Uh, you gotta put Beetlejuice on there, then. Oh, Beetle guy. He's, he's, yeah, he's like dead zombie thing. Jaws, parentheses Bruce. That's his name. Uh, it's just like the film. Uh, Hellraiser might be too erotic for the workplace, but I'm gonna write him down. Hellraiser is actually a real good one. Uh, ooh, uh, Candyman. Candyman, Eraserhead, right? Is uh, hold on. Is that- I don't. Is is there a character in Eraserhead named Eraserhead? I don't know. I'm speaking out of my ass right now. (laughs) It's like a dad. (laughs) Eraserhead is a movie about a dad with tall hair who has some like screaming little chicken baby. And I don't know if the dad or the child, I don't know if either of them are named Eraserhead. I don't know if that's the family name. Like his name is Craig Eraserhead. Oh, man. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea because I don't like horror movies, and so I haven't the seen thing. it. So I know only to the say th- Eraserhead. 
That's my the thing. knowledge. <laughs> Xenomorph queen. Just think of how you've seen Halloween costumes. Yes. Yeah. Um, what did you put up here? Did you put predator stuff? Predator. You can put a xenomorph on there if you're. Putting, I did. I put okay, the xenomorph cool. queen, the big one. Gotcha. Okay. There we go. Um, let's see. What's another good one? Uh, I uh, I am just going through the videos of the YouTube channel Dead Meat, which does horror movie recaps. Did did you I end was up gonna putting Mike, Mike Wazowski on there? Okay, I'll put Mike Mike and Sully on here. Yeah, I I don't know if I need to separate them. No, although they, yeah, they're, they're Mike's good. always getting his face covered. If what if we put only Mike and not Sully? Like this is his time to shine. Mike, what's oh. You know who I want on here, even if I might need to explain it to like 90% of my coworkers, is the guy from Too Many Cooks. I yeah, I don't I don't know about that one. <sighs> if only. Um, let's see. Uh Gremlin. Gremlin would Gremlin. be a good one. Yeah. Uh Big worm from Tremors. I don't know if the worms <laughs> themselves have like specific names. I don't think so. I think I think they do, but I'm not thinking. I'm, I don't remember it. I'm going to have to look this up later. Um, what about the smoke monster from Lost. <laughs> Perfect. Smoke mon. Everybody knows smoke monster. Well, maybe. Smoke monster. There's a number of other big worms I could write down. Uh, <laughs> Killer clowns from outer space. Killer clown. There we go. Um, this is a little harder than I. We're at 43, so we're close. We're just going to keep naming no, monsters until you call here. time and <laughs> we go to sleep. Okay. I mean, we don't have much more. We only need like seven. How about a Jurassic more. Park Velociraptor? Yeah. Why not? Dinosaurs. No. Uh, Jurassic Park Velociraptor. Uh, do, I, I think we have a distinct lack of w w w w w of witches. What? We've got, okay. Oh, witches. That's good. Okay. Who's, um, I want to I want to put Baba Yaga on here. I know I said we have enough one. mythical and like cult and like folklore things, but like for the ladies, let's get a Baba Yaga. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> ladies in the house with chicken legs. <laughs> ladies with ch chicken legs get in free. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, who are some some famous? witches oh wicked can, wicked witch of the west, of the west. margaret hamilton the sanderson mm -hmm. sisters is what rachel <sighs> says in the chat thank you rachel do i put do i get do i split them up do i put them all are they overpowered as a unit and underpowered separately I don't know. There, we got some big fans in the office, though, so they'll have to be represented somehow. Oh, they're good. Let me see. There has to be some. I, I know you already put some a bunch of like Stephen King I mean, stuff, but there has to be some like right, Stephen King like, adjacent like witch that is haunting. Uh, did the. Demon from the Exorcist ever get a name? Oh, oh, that's um Pazuzu. Mm. Oh, yeah, and then we gotta decide, like, are we doing like little Reagan? Possessed Reagan. Possessed Reagan. <laughs> yeah, so Let's do, do um that's a good winch. Vecna. For the kids. Vecna. 
What about Maleficent? Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, my. Hmm. Smog. Smog. <laughs> Let's see if anybody drafts smog. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that is like you, you could also put different dragons in there. So it's like then Halix smog is a good one. The monster but- can be um, it can be a lot of things. It's just whoever you would assemble into a team for monster activities against a different team. So that's why I, I am putting uh some like uh, that's why i have like a casper on there because you need a lot of different skills in any of these yeah absolutely oh (laughs) that's 50 though were were you looking to have a few alternatives in case someone wants to argue i'm i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep at this i'm gonna think of people we're gonna source uh suggestions i think i'm just going in terms of like monsters and foes we're not going to do protagonists like you can't draft laurie strode or tucker and dale <laughs> i think that's that's separate yeah that um, might be next year let's see let's see what other ones do we have is there any more like dragons or anything like that that we could do i would Kyle, I wish you knew horror. <laughs> we're, we're but like, that's the thing here. with horror is there's these big franchises on like the Leprechaun, right? And then like, I don't. Oh I don't yeah, know let's put Leprechaun. I, I don't. His know. name is Leprechaun. I don't know if he has a name. And like, there's franchises that have like they don't have a specific foe like final destiny. There's not a guy named final destination who you have to beat up to survive. It's fate. You have to beat the beat. Exactly. The um, mm-hmm. Oh, leather face. His face is leather. Yeah. Leather face. Oh, let's put Hannibal on there. Hannibal's a good one. Let's put Hellboy. Hellboy. I'm allowing protagonists if they are on the more like monstrous side, you know. So Hellboy will go on here, but I don't know if I'll put like Ash from Evil Dead on here. Yeah. Um. Man, I'm trying to think. I'm. I I, I think this is kind of where I tap out. <laughs> like time I, to go to sleep. I I could put them from the movie them, in which the bad guy was just giant ants. Right. Um. Well, I'm about to write down some birds from the <laughs> birds. Some birds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll give them a number. Like you get twenty four birds. <laughs> <laughs> you get a murder of crows here. Exactly, a murder of birds. <laughs> you get that many. <laughs> God, uh we're going to think of more monsters. You're going to come back next week and you're going to name like three more. Oh, Slenderman. I didn't write down Slenderman do Slender again. Man, yeah. we, got, we, we got some youths in the office. We got a, we got a big age range to play, too. We have, like, 22-year-olds, and we have, like, 62-year-olds. Trying to think of, like, anime monsters now. Are there are there any good, like, anim, anime monsters? <laughs> do, do I, I want to explain this? Cell to the older people <laughs> hey the cell I, saga was terrifying when i was a child okay i, I understand like i couldn't he's like a green man he comes from space i don't know how to explain cell he's an alien monster that absorbs people by sucking them up in his needle-like tail that expands what? to like do that and when he absorbs them he like absorbs their powers and abilities and stuff like that. So he becomes stronger. Christine, the car. There you go. 
<laughs> we have no other cards. Oh, here's, here's a good monster. Ryuk from Death Note. The What's one of those? Have you not? I, I let me okay. Let me see. Let me look up. I know, Ryuk like here. this barefoot boy writes in a book. I don't know what that show is. Ah, wow, Melissa. I think you would actually kind of like the Death Note because of how <sighs> ridiculous it gets. Uh, but I will paste this one down. That's Ryuk. You can go look there. <laughs> Where, where'd you put him oh it's in That's, the notes is this like the the guy with all the feathers kind of he's a god of death is i've seen him yeah I, he likes he likes apples if apples or apples apples, apples. okay <laughs> he likes to eat <laughs> apples he has like an ipod shuffle as he's going around <laughs> killing people <laughs> <laughs> when he kills them, it's it just those old Apple commercials where the screen goes like pink or green or blue, and you see him yes. with his head headphones just dancing. <laughs> oh, um, large Marge. I, I if if somebody nominates Ryuk, I'll take him, but like I can't <laughs> unless we've got some secret. A- if we if we. If we have some secret anime fans on the team who come out hard for Ryuk, he's going on the list. But, like, I don't know how to explain him. He's like a death <laughs> god from an anime people have told me about. Uh, who was I? I was going to write down, like, a real one. Oh, now I don't remember. Who was it? Said Christine the car. I did say Christine the car. That was, like, another cinematic The tire one. from Rubber. Rob, oh my god, there if only go. I could explain Robert to the oh, large Marge. Yes, that was the one. Large Marge. Oh, let's put Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie, Oogie hometown hero. If if you put him down, I feel like you kind of have to put Jack Skellington on there, too. I think he's too much of a protagonist. I am thinking about making this exclusively foes. I might winnow it down okay. to exclusively like antagonists. Oh, but then you get like pro- Frankenstein's the protagonist of his own story. So we'd, we'd be kicking him out. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's he just a victim of circumstances. Yeah. He didn't ask so you know to be made. No. It's like a lot of people don't ask to be murdered. Was Do you know of Bride of Frankenstein? So Frankenstein himself is made out of like a bunch of different guys. Mm-hmm. Is that the same for Bride of Frankenstein? I presume so. I would assume so. But I was so. wondering today, I, what if she's just like one whole lady who they brought back to life and she like remembers her old life and her real name's Deborah or something? No idea. Anyways, I think we name we name 61. This is good. 61, I can take this yes. to the office. We can draft further ideas. Uh, <laughs> thank you for helping me with my business work, Kyle. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I helped a lot on that one. It's my, my extensive knowledge of horror uh, helped out a ton. A ton God, well, this is one. the month. You had a series it, of pitches coming up. We, is the season. We've never yeah. done. Sh- We've never done Shame Timber in October. <laughs> yes, I have. Literally all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any of these because I want to avoid horror. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, but yeah, there you go. We, 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 we beat 50. We went all the way up to 61. That's a lot of monsters. I know there's a ton more out there that I'm sure... Uh, a lot of people were yelling at their their screens or their phones or their headphones or whatever, being like, why didn't you add this one? You fools. But you're oh furious. Well. We didn't put Mecha Godzilla on there. Oh, is, he well. the, is he the only monster who gets a Mecha version of him? I don't think there's ever been like Mecha Frankenstein, but there ought to be <laughs> really ought to be. 
Uh, <laughs> wow, I don't know. Uh, that's one to think about. One to think about, indeed. Uh, that's one to grow said, on. I say we wrap things up for our show right there. Um, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, a show I co-host with my brother Jams, talking about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. And if you're in the St. Louis area, come to Blueberry Hill Tuesday nights at 7, and I host a free pub quiz. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And of course, if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all that. We got more videos over there if you're on the YouTube version. Uh, but yeah, this has been number 209 of the Captain's Log. That's about it for this one. So we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>